Hi, it's really great to have you with us. I'm Rob Porter. My wife Heather and I have the amazing privilege of being the senior pastors at Kingdom Culture Church in Burpengary, Queensland. We have an incredible preaching team, and I hope that this message will encourage and bless you as you listen. I need fathering by a heavenly father. And that even though the way I was fathered by my dad kind of left me a bit dead and numb and fearful inside in some areas, but the scripture says if the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, lives in you, he shall what? Quicken, make alive your mortal body so that which was dead comes to life. So because we are, we are given over to the Holy Spirit, He makes us alive in Him. That's what we actually need to be chasing. That's what we need to be calling after and running after in God. You know, that is what gets my heart going, gets my spirit going. You know, I, I, my dad was absent, like I say. He was around in the family home, but he actually wasn't with us. He wasn't present. So my dad was absent. But that was, I think, one step better than what he experienced, which was no father at all. His, his father left when he, I don't even know actually what point he left, but it wasn't very long. And then his experience with his mother uh, was that she took uh, many lovers and she was never again in a long-term relationship. She lived till she was 96, I think. You know, experience is a hard thing to navigate because it can shape who you are because you probably don't know any different. What you're experiencing, though, right now of God is as much as you want of God. What you're experiencing of the Father's love now is as much as you want to experience. Isn't that an incredible thought? So there is no limit on God's love for us or his fathering capacity. It's as much as we want. And tonight I believe the Father wants to father us. He actually wants to make us, turn us around and say, hey, are you willing to be fathered? Not just know me as father. Not just know I'm a good, good father. These are great songs, great words, but actually let me father you. Let me father you well. Let me father you in the areas that you refuse. Let me father, let me into the areas that you've shut the door on and said, nobody's ever going to look at this part of my life. Are you willing to be fathered by the Holy Spirit? I leant over to Fred during the service. I said, it's quite amusing that on a on a Father's Day service, which we've kind of gone, we're going to pray for the men of the house. I think tonight is probably 75% women here, but that's okay, you know. We're not going to ignore you much. But, you know, you may long for stability in your marriage and parenting and home life, but your experience hasn't given you anything of great value um, that is going to be enough to stop you repeating the sins of the Father. Yeah. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in because He leads us to the Father and He fathers us. He said, I will send you the Spirit of truth and He will lead you into all truth. We have somebody who wants to teach us that we can learn from. 
I've always found giving my testimony around my childhood experiences to need a certain skill. And that's because I'm really totally convinced of the scripture, honour your father and your mother. That means don't uncover them um, in a way that is disrespectful um, and hateful and out of bitterness. And I, I know that I've walked a long life, I'm 61, but I've walked a life where I've allowed the Lord to work on my heart towards my dad and and my mum and, and, and through different things. But that word means, when it says honour your mother and your father, it means to fix the value on so that it doesn't move. Count as valuable, count as precious your parents. It's, a, it's something we all need to do, look at in our lives is, do I really honour my parents or am I putting up with them? Now, obviously, people's experience in here tonight is very different. It's very varied. And we're not talking about uh, if it's an abusive situation or um, a dangerous situation. We're not talking about that. But we are talking about where we have let the relationship go stale or we have actually turned our back on them or we've been rebellious. It's time to reconnect and honour our father and our mother. It's time to say, you know what, God, I didn't quite understand what you were doing through them, but you did something. I'm sure there's experiences with Fred and with Gabby. They can look back and go, I'm not sure what was going on there, but God, I honour my parents. Um, and that's what brings life. It says you will live long in the land. Yeah. That's, the, that's the promise. You will live long in the land with joy and peace and all those good things. It's really important that we don't spend our whole life being defined what we did have or what we didn't have. It's what we have now that is really, really important. It's also truly wonderful to have had an amazing father. It's really challenging to not have had an amazing father, but neither experience, good or bad, can replace the need to be fathered by God. So whether you had a great experience, you need to be fathered by God. If you had a poor experience, you need to be fathered by God he's a good good father so I love what it says in Psalms there's five different Psalms that talk about the fathers he says he helps the fathers who needs help tonight oh you're pathetic seriously only three of you need help well we should close up end with a song and go home who needs help amen honestly we all need help And the ones who didn't put their hand up, you really need help. But he helps the fatherless. These are good. He defends the fathers. Who needs some defending? There might be some stuff that happened to you this week that you need defending, where he says, I'm a father, I'm going to defend you. When you cry out to him, he comes to your assistance. He he goes into bat for you. He says, that's my son, that's my daughter. Leave him alone. Get out of it, devil. He defends He defends the fatherless. Psalm says he judges in favour of the fatherless. I love that. He's judging in my favour. Jesus, it says, is praying day and night for you and me. He he is a judge and he's in in favour of the fatherless. He says he supports and brings relief to the fatherless. We all need relief. And then it says, he's a father to the fathers. And that's a wonderful thing. Amazing scriptures. You know, the scripture is full of life. Yeah. We should, let's just feast on the word at home. 
not just on a Sunday. Let it, let it be like honey to your soul. Let it be food to your spirit. Let, it, let us be those who are not um, famished, that are not in famine, but those who feed on the Word of God, love the Word of God, count it as our very life and our very bread. My parents married in 1943. Mum was a war bride. My dad was on leave from the army. He was on the front in um, Dunkirk in France. And they were both 18 years old. And he came home for the weekend, got married, and then went back. Now, it makes me laugh, all the preparations we have for marriage now. Kind of like, it kind of puts it in perspective. I think she borrowed a dress, and he was in his uniform, so he didn't have to pay out for a suit. And um, they, because it was a war, they probably had, I don't know, rations. Um, not much. But they made something of it. Anyway, um, sadly, my dad was pretty unfaithful to my mum many times. Um, and I guess, to be honest, he, his experience had been that in his parents. So he modelled his life on what he'd seen. I know, though, that his actions for a young, sensitive little boy, which was me, was very frightening. And it, it was a dark place very often for me. And even though I had brothers and sisters, I was, I was a processor in my head. Um, I often ran away, uh, not knowing uh, why or how um, to get relief from the sadness that I felt and the depression that I felt. Um, I had a favourite tree that I used to go up, which was just over the road. Um, and I used to climb up the tree and sit there and think, and then I'd go home and, and um, wonder why nobody had missed me. And the truth was, I'd only been gone about 20 minutes, I think. But, you know, you, when you're a kid, it's like a long, long time. Um, but even in, my, even in my years leading up to salvation... I didn't know God, I didn't have a sense of God, but when I look back, I can see that I had a sense of God. I always felt like he was there with me and beside me. I asked for a Bible for Christmas when I was 12, and we were the most heathen family. Strange thing is, my, my parents brought me one. Um, I think I've told you this before, I had these two black rabbits called, I named them Boaz and Ruth, um, because I, I was reading the Bible. But I wasn't a believer. It just, it just, to me, it's wonderful, these things. You know, my parents' marriage lasted 34 years. That's a long time uh, when, you're, when you're doing it tough. Um, my mum believed in her wedding vows, and she continued to love my dad. And actually, I believe she loved him too to the day that she died. Um, but when we became Christians, she finally managed to find the courage to break free of the physical and psychological abuse and, and she left him and then she eventually remarried and married a beautiful Christian man named Bill and they were married for about 20 years they lived in Guernsey which is a little island 14 kilometres by 5 kilometres off the coast of France and um, surrounded by beautiful countryside beautiful beaches and she had a very very happy life uh, in the end um, and I've got a, a very few memories of my dad um, and, but there's one that I do remember, and that was he was a prison officer, so he helped look after prisoners. He was a warder, and um, 
we in in England you there's a community of prison officers that live around the prison so the houses are built around the prison so I can remember I used to run up to these massive like taller than this but literally taller uh, than this building the gates of the prison and there was a little door in the gates of the prison and I'd be waiting for my dad to come out you know how I'm sure you do remember but you'd be excited to see your dad you'd be happy to see your dad and, um, and that he would recognise you and he used to come through the, the uh, little door and, you know, and um, I'd see him, he'd smile and I'd run towards him and he would literally pick me up and throw me onto his shoulders and then carry me home and I can still remember that feeling of being on my dad's shoulders and how that meant the world to me and how tall I was and how big I felt and how invincible I felt. God, there's a great picture of that in God. But the other thing was that I remember is that um, we would cast a very long shadow together. And it says of Peter in the book of Acts that they would bring people that were sick, unwell, mentally ill. They would line the streets just with the chance that Peter's shadow would brush on them and they would be healed. And when you think about it, that must have happened to Peter. So then it became a thing. Hey, let's get the people and let's line the streets just in case. The point on Father's Day is that what overshadows you will overshadow your children. So it's so important that we actually are fathered if we're fathers by the father. That's a lot of fathers in one sentence. It's really important that if we are fathers, that we are fathered by the Father because that shadow will overshadow our children and influence them mightily for God. And that's my challenge today is there may not be many dads in here, but there are many prospective dads in here. And actually getting married, it's not time to sort your life out when you get married. It's actually time to sort your life out before you get married. Actually, to be fathered by the Father. Imagine a bride, all, if all of our women in the church met guys who were being fathered by the Father. So, you would still need marriage prep. But imagine the difference it would make in marriages if you knew the Father. Tonight we're going to pray for a few people. Um, We love the Holy Spirit in the house. And I think it's so important that we understand that our relationship with him is exactly that, a relationship. Holy Spirit is not a power that we step in in and out of. He's a person, the person of the Holy Spirit. He's part of the Trinity. And he's not a force. You know, Star Wars is great. And the analogies are great. But it's not a may the force be with you type of situation. It's he's the presence of the Holy Spirit. And he, because we have the Holy Spirit, he leads us to be fathered by the Father. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's message. Our hope is that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If not, we'd like to invite you to begin your journey with him today. When we read scripture, we see that sin separates us from God, but that our relationship with God is restored by salvation through Jesus Christ. This happens because God gave Jesus his son to die in our place, 
to deal with the sin problem, and he rose again so that we can have eternal life with him. If we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, we can know salvation today. If you're ready to do that and turn from a life of sin, then pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Saviour. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time today, we would love to know and reach out to you and support you. So please contact us at hello at kingdomculturechurch.com.au.